go a little wider. Prince Ball back for Marshall. The footwork, the footwork. Benji Marshall. Now with speed. The footwork again. Away from Pichy. Passes without looking. Away for Richard. Back to Fitzhenry. That is as good as you will see. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoach Tragics podcast. I'm your host, Dan. We are almost at the end of the season, head-to-head finals this week, and then one more week left for overall. Some are going to be sad to see it go. Not me. Good riddance. Um, just get rid of it. I'm Bring on BBL, guys. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, until probably round two, and I'm failing that as well. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, tonight we have our usual c- crew, uh, <laughs> starting with Timmy. How was your week, mate? Uh, week super catch or week since the two weeks since I've been on the pod. Um, no, all, all right, boys. Uh, was on school camp last week, so uh, so yeah, um, my apologies to the viewers for not being here. I'm sure everyone's here just to listen to me dribble on. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, year nine camp down the Gold Coast last week was uh, as far as camps go, it was uneventful. Um, had some interesting kids, but nothing we couldn't sort out, so yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. As for super coach, um, my uh, they give you a rough idea. Oh, I'm I've um had a cashy semi final, so that's that's what I was focusing on. I've got a had a buy in another cashies, um, so <coughs> that anyway. But basically, I gave up on um on overall a few weeks ago and just concentrated on making myself in the right places for, for these head to head games, which is really interesting for me because I've literally never focused on head to head ever. I don't think even for one game, uh, maybe apart from probably giving Glenn some shit and that would be about it. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it's it's so different. We talk about it all the time, uh, but just absolute, totally different strategy. Um, I had the captaincy on Hines. I had to create pods. Um, I used three trades throughout the weekend, including a boost. Um, so yeah, it was comp- a lot of what I would normally do just went out the window because I had to find every which way I possibly could to create pods. In the end, I think I got a twelve sixty four or something. Uh, sorry, twelve fifty four. And my uh, seven year old, who's been playing for all of five weeks, uh, beat me by eight points. So um, yeah, not that that was my cashy, but uh, yeah, he liked mm. to stick it to me. So um, yeah. So as far as um, I lost my lost my semi final, but I'm in the grand final for another cash league this week. But uh, yeah, as far as overall goes, it went down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good week for me either, but. Uh... Speaking of uh, good weeks, I don't want to talk about Ross. Uh, we'll skip to the next person. So, no. <laughs> I heard you had a big week, Ross. No, how'd you go? Oh, yeah. It's all, it's all good. It's all good and proper to gloam about this, but it doesn't mean shit when you're sitting back in 25K and you bloody lost all your head-to-heads the week before. <laughs> um, pumped out my best score by far all season with a 16.06. So, um, pretty happy with that. But as I said, doesn't mean much when you're out of all your head-to-head finals already and you're sitting so far back. But I managed to move up about 5,000 places, but still outside the top 20K, which is a bit disappointing compared to last year. But um, ah, look, it is what it is. It's just been one of those years. And bring on Supercoach Racing and BBL because it probably can't be any worse than what I've done this year with that <laughs> Supercoach. So, yeah, no, look, it's been, it's yeah, it's just one of those things. So, oh, looking to watch and looking forward to watching some decent games this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Look, it's going to. Be, I, I deliberately made my last two trades last week, and I just threw them away deliberately because I had nothing to play for, and I threw them away so I could have a week off and just relax and watch some footy. So that was yeah. it. So, um, all right. And last but not least, our illustrious leader, Glenn. How was your week, mate? Yeah, I got one thousand four hundred and eighteen. I think or around that figure. I dropped about three hundred places. So I'm still at eight k. I had, I was, I've got two head-to-heads that I'm in this week that I, I managed to not have to play last week because all the ones I was in last week, I lost. So, I mean, to lose them all at that score, I had three players score over 130 and four, I think it was five over 100 and none of them were my captain. So. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Ouch. Um, yeah, well, this week, guys, um, I didn't even realise I actually didn't do as bad as I thought. I got a 13.59, which isn't too bad, considering I wasn't really paying attention. Um, put the captain on one of my trade-ins, and that was Sam Walker. Um, a couple of updates. I think he had two rounds of upgrades, I think, so that was pretty handy for me. Um, but, yeah, nothing really to write home about. I think I've got one head-to-head. That means nothing I'm still in the grand final with, so 
Um, if I win that, I'm not going to care too much because it's against a bunch of guys that have no idea what they're doing, um, including myself. So, so, so did you put yourself in a beginner's league on purpose, did you, just so you can make yourself look good? Uh, a couple of my mates <laughs> the comps, they asked me to join their comps. It's literally a six-man league and it is... Yeah. Um, yeah. Big in a comp, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, not not a very exciting one. But, can, uh, I just, can I just uh, say really quickly, Dan, was um, something that really frustrated me on the weekend with the updates. Um, I know over the last two or three weeks, we've been talking about it a fair bit in the Podmasters chat group. But, yeah, look, it's, it's really starting to get annoying with um, head-to-head games in that there's so much fluctuation in the scoring. It's just unbelievable. Uh, at one stage, I was, um, I went from being 80 points behind, then made decisions, and then after updates, basically gained, I think it was about 70 points in just in updates. Mm. So had, had that come through prior, I mean, it, in the grand scheme of things, it wouldn't have made a difference to the end result because um, I still would have lost regardless. But um, it certainly would have changed the way that I made some of my decisions throughout the round. So when you've got a head-to-head product that you basically, like, I mean, fair enough, we're not paying for it, but we, like myself, we're paying for Supercoach Gold or whatever it's called these days, so they are making money out of it. Um, but you, you, you're supplying a product that focuses on strategy and it's really bloody hard to play strategy, a strategic game when there's such massive fluctuations in scores. And I just, I don't get it. It's um, It's been getting worse for a while now. I think it's about three or four weeks in a row where I've made decisions strategically on things and, and basically could have made completely different decisions had they been a bit closer to the mark. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I, I was, I think it was, I think it was last week in my, my very last game. I think um, I haven't got Harry Grant in my side and he was 62 points and I was like, well, I'm in trouble here. Um, I, I, I thought I was in with a chance. My apologies. I thought I was in with a chance because he didn't get a very big score. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the updates kicked in, went to ninety-two. And mm-hmm. That's just one player going up to thirty points. I was like, well, that, that kind of screwed me a little bit. So now I had to make some drastic changes after <laughs> that to kind of match it. So, but it was too late because by the time the updates came along, everything was already done. So I couldn't really fix it. But I can't. There's nothing I can do really to complain about it besides complain about it. So I can't. Really there was some, re- but there was some absolute ridiculous updates last week. There really mm-hmm. was. I mean. Obviously not super coach relevant, but I think it was um, Blake Braley from the Sharks went from like 24 to like 50-odd after updates. Mm. Like, how do they miss? I just don't understand how they can miss so many points. Mm. Well, that's what I mean. I, I, think, I don't, yeah. I, I think uh, in the end, my uh, from when I had my last player actually finish on Saturday to when the <laughs> updates came through after, I think I went up 84 points. Mm. So from and and I didn't have anyone in the last game, so it was like this: the the middle the mid afternoon game on the Saturday through to the end of the round. I changed eighty four points. Like it's just mm. crazy. Yeah, you got yeah. the the work experience kid doing the stats that week. So yeah. All right, enough venting, guys. Let's get on to the trade ins and trade outs. So we'll start with the trade ins, and I'll go with you first, Glenn. Uh, number one trade in for the week is Alex Johnson. Thoughts on that one, mate? No, I don't like it at all. Mm. I mean. Not when you've got players like Crito, every <coughs> players with better matchups. I, you know, Bunnies versus the Cowboys, who are one of the better defending sides. I mean, yeah, he is scoring on that left edge. It's possibly head to head players that are trying to match their players, their opponents. I personally would be looking at someone like a, a Critter, mm. who's goal kicking in a Panther side that's got a much easier matchup. Yeah, he's actually my pot of the week. I, I like I like Critter this week. I think he's one of the best. He's going to have one of the highest scores this week. All right, move on to you, Timmy. Uh, number two most traded in this week is Tarpany. Um, talk to that one. Uh, yeah, look, I, I understand it. He um, I nearly brought him in last week and decided to go Sean Lane instead. It was just mm. that still bit of a question mark over his fitness level with um, with his rib injury or whatever it was that he had. So, yeah, look, I, I can understand it. He's been uh, arguably the best forward in the game this season. Um in, I mean, you look at him or IPAP, and that's about it. So mm. he's certainly the most consistent, and with the, the consistent high ceiling as well. So yeah, look, I totally understand it. It's um, it's quite a smart play. The Raiders have got two pretty easy games coming up. So yeah. Honestly, I think um, for number two, I think it's a strange one. Um, to be honest with you, I, I like I like I'm not taking anything away from Tarpany as a player, as a player in your team, but two rounds to go. Um, the only reason I'd get Tarpany in is if I'm 
wanting to hold on to my position. If I'm just scraping to the thousand last week and I want to, that's all I want to get is to stay there. <coughs> I bring him in. Um, and nothing against that. If you have that aspiration to make top thousand and you haven't done it yet and you want to get there, then great, good trade. But I'd be bringing in, especially head to head finals, I'd be bringing in someone with the highest ceiling. So I'll just say something quickly. I Tim questioned me, uh, asked me through the week to help him with, uh, to talk over trades. And I was like, the one I suggested, Lane. <laughs> and I did that because I identified that, that right side's defense. And the points came from Brown, Sevo, Ackerblake. They mm. all came down that edge. They just happened to miss Lane. But from my perspective, I think that the ceiling's higher on a player like that than. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially Lane this year. He's been getting so many tries here, the way he's been doing. So yeah. he's not just getting the base that a second row normally gets. He's getting a lot of clutch attack as well, which is really good. So oh, he's, he's playing like a ball playing 13, more yeah. so than a, than a number. <clears throat> so, yeah. I think you'll find that I remember last year when they were moving Lane off the bench and in the middle and Madison, they were doing a full rotation. And that was um, Brad Arthur was saying that he wanted to get Lane some middle time. And I think that's actually really affected his game this year in a good way. That's why he's playing so good this year. So I, I, I know people don't like Brad Arthur, but I like well, he's got a long game. And um, I think he's got a good yeah, it was a good little plan there with the forwards, what he's done there with the rotation. And even Maddo this year has been playing even out of his skin. So I think what he's done with the forwards there is really good work. All right, Ross, number three most traded this week, mate. Um, no arguments here. Uh, it's Valentine Holmes. Yeah, can't really argue with it, I guess. I mean, I think a bit of a tough matchup this week against South, obviously, as well. But um, yeah, I don't know if I'd be bringing him in this week. He has got the upside, obviously, but I'm not sure who they played the last game, Cows. I'm not too sure. But, um, yeah, look, I, I get it. I do get it. But, yeah, I think, I think I'd think i be looking for someone maybe at this stage, so someone who's got a bit of an easier draw for the last couple of games, maybe a Penrith player or someone else like that. Mm. I think you're right. I think, um, I think Holmes was the guy you meant to jump on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think it might be a bit late now. So. Yeah. And we, saw, we all saw what Holmes can do. Holmes, Holmes has got like 24 points against some of the tougher teams on yep. weeks back. So, and the way that the Rabbitohs are playing, they can let some points in, but the Rabbitohs have been playing not overly good in the defence, but they've been a lot better lately. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think there might be better options out there in my opinion anyway. So, Cows, well, Cows have got Panthers next week. That's right. That's so, what I mean. So, I, I don't know if I'd dare. I don't, definitely don't like that trade then. Yeah. No, I agree, mate. Not for me. <clears throat> All right, Glenn, number four most traded in this week, and I like this one, is uh, Fafita. Uh, yeah, well, his matchup is good. Yeah. I, I don't mind that at all. He's starting to see a little bit more uh, ball. Yeah, I don't hate it. That's not a bad trade. It's a good little head-to-head trade in, I reckon. Yeah. The ceiling's there, and that's yeah. what I'd be looking at now if I'm buying players, ceiling and ceiling only. Yeah, and pretty much the same for number five, and that's uh, Bo Firma, Tim. Uh, yeah, look, for, for pretty much the same reasons. I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are, boys, on, on this one. Um, I've got the ability to – I've still got trades, um, and I'm thinking second row is probably somewhere where I will look and probably one of these two, uh, quite possibly. So, yeah, what, what are your thoughts, guys? Who do you reckon is the better option? It's um, – for feeders, for feeder can obviously bang out 150, but it's been a while. Uh, whereas Bo Firma just seems to get that ball a bit more often. If you have oh. to get a second row, I'd look at getting one of those. But if you can get a centre wing, I'd still maintain critters to play. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree either, mate. Especially in that matchup uh, against the Warriors, absolutely, they can be kicking goals for fun. Well, I, I posted in the Podmasters chat earlier that I think that for Bo Firma's one to jump on this week. Yeah, he's just been absolutely killing it, and he's scoring tries and. Hmm. Yeah, so I I like the Firma trade, actually. I think it's a good trade. I think Firma was probably one of the main reasons I got knocked out of my head-to-head comp because the guy had had him and he's got 93 points that week. And then last week, he got smashed out of 105. Um, he's on fire at the moment. And then for the next two games, he's got Newcastle and the Warriors. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty good little finish to the season for him. So yeah. but that's also the same draw as a feeder. It all depends on which one you think you're going to go. So. Alrighty, Roscoe, number six most traded this week, mate, and that's uh Mitchell Moses. Thoughts there? Yeah. Odd one. <laughs> Odd one for me. I mean Broncos Broncos they play this week and who have they got the last game, do we know? Who's Broncos. Oh, okay. Broncos have oh sorry, 
who did Para have or who did Broncos have? I know who Para got the last game. Um, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah. 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 I guess I guess he's been he has been scoring well. He got the ninety eight last week. But um yeah, there's not many halfback options. That's the problem. I'm presuming you know, like you've got Deed and Din would have been a good option this week, but obviously he's out, but that doesn't really leave many options. So I was yeah. going souls over him. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Doing it for a head to head final. I actually mm. don't hate Moses. I actually think it's actually a good play. But if you're an overall player, I wouldn't be doing it based on the, yeah. the play score yeah. next week. Oh, good. All right. We'll move on to the number seven most traded in player. And this guy's been doing a lot for the last couple of weeks, Glenn. And that's uh, Jack Bird. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't mind that one at all, actually. Mm. Um, good base, good ceiling. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, I'll just jump in quickly. I don't like it this week because he's been named in censors this week. Yeah, he's not playing lock. So yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be jumping on him if he's playing centers. <laughs> yeah, good good shout out there, mate. Good shout because he's he's playing lock the last two games when he's got ninety eight and one thirty one. Um so but if he's not if he's playing centers, he's gonna get you a nice little sneaky thirty, I reckon. So he might you might take a couple of um try assists and the tries because they are playing tigers, but he won't score anywhere near as well as he will if he's playing lock. Yeah. Well, he'll be on the left side against our right side. I will say the Tigers' right side defence is shot. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I actually don't hate it even at centre. Mm. Um, but I agree with you. I, I When I said it, I was thinking that he was at I was actually going to trade him in last week mm. and I decided not to. And obviously not going to now that he's playing centres either. So, yeah. yeah. It just shows you how much attention I've been paying to Supercoach. Didn't even look at team list. I just saw your green dot next to his name. So Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Timmy, number eight, Dylan Brown. Uh, <laughs> player. Um, thoughts there? Uh, yeah, look, Dylan Brown just about single-handedly knocked me out of my cashy last week, unfortunately. <laughs> Another player, he got some lovely upgrades um, and some dubious points. But, yeah, look, he's he's getting the points. He's getting the job done there with, with Para and... Um, I've got the option this week of um, I'm thinking long and hard about selling drink water and trying to come up with who I think the best possible option is. I don't think drinkies a play this week, so tossing up between Brown, um, maybe Moses via Jules, or, or go for someone like Sauce. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Um, all right. Well, instead of going to Ross, I'm gonna, I'm, I wrote some numbers down for this guy. This is my part of the week, and that's Critter, number nine most traded in. I don't talk about Deal with things and the reasons why I like him. Um, the obvious reason he's kicking in the Panthers team against the Warriors. Um, that's pretty pretty handy. He's ten percent owned at the moment, um, and he's getting brought in by one percent of people. So he's gonna be eleven percent owned. He's gonna be a massive pod at this time of the year. Uh, last three games he's been against like Melbourne, the Rabbitohs, and the Raiders. He's got 64, 53, and sixty, and they're the ones without Cleary. And, and that was against Melbourne when they weren't playing so good. I reckon he's due for a ton up quite easily. And it's, I reckon it's going to be a big scoreline. I'd see the Panthers putting on one of the cricket scores that happened we saw last week. And I reckon there's going to be a lot of goals to be kicked. And I think it's going to be, yeah, I, I'm going to say about 130 for him this week. That's my guess. So I like, this is my part of the week. Glenn? I, I just want to play devil's advocate. So I'm advocating to get him too, just so we know. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> who do I back in the team? It will mean that they'll play left side much more to kick our Targo May. So just bear that in mind. Mm. But, um, but having said that, they do play right. And when he gets the ball, he doesn't let it go. He's killed Toho, as we all know. Um, so And the goals alone um, added on his face. I think it's a play, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I could see him roaming between both sides of the field, to be honest with you. So both, both wingers could get some decent ball this game, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, P Panthers are one of the best sides from shifting left to right. Yeah. Once they play a certain way, they shift the other side very quickly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And then, because I think Souls is more like Cleary style player. Um, and then Luai, having Luai there, it'll be much more cohesive, I believe, in this game. So, all right. Well, I will go you, Ross. The number 10 most traveling player this week, mate, is Tino. Uh, thoughts there? Actually, he's, yeah, he's been he's been going pretty well. Actually, he's been pretty just quietly been getting some pumping out some decent scores and not playing massive minutes either. He's um, 
similar to Tarp, and he'd been playing about 50-odd minutes or so, whatever they've been playing. And I think he pumped out a 90 last week. He got some good updates last week too. So, um, yeah, I don't mind the trade, actually. A couple of good matchups to go. So, yeah, yeah don't mind it. I don't mind, but he's he's getting consistent minutes. Like yeah. he's been hitting around the 64, 63, 63, 62, 62 minutes in the last five games. So, and that's not changing much. It started off a bit lower. We were doing 57, 59, but it's now sitting on average about yeah 64 minutes a game. He's getting in the last five games. So, it sounds like a consistent thing. And I think if you can get that many point, that many minutes in a game against they're playing against the Knights and then the Warriors the week after, mm-hmm. I reckon that's a definite uh, positive note for him. Yeah, I guess that I'm guessing that a few pe- most people are probably trading out either Lolo or Haas. I'm guessing would be mine. I don't know. We'll go find out when we go through the most sold. Yeah. So, yeah. All righty. Speaking of most sold, we'll start with you, Glenn. Most sold. Oh, I don't really talk too much on it because he's gone. But that's Garrick. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. I think at this time of year, to be fair, um, people are selling out we'll be selling out players that you might not even agree on, but you know, it's now based on matchups and injuries, isn't it? Is a sell. hundred oh, yeah. percent. Um, all right, Timmy, um, your boy at Brisbane there, Ezra, number two, most traded out this week. Yeah, look, it's a do or die game for the Broncos, really. It's mm-hmm. uh, two cracks at this. We've got the Eels and then next week we've got the Dragons. If we don't win one game of footy, we don't play finals footy. Um, I can see the Raiders winning both of their last two games, uh, as much as that pains me to say. So, yeah, look, I, I think if, if Edson does fire, then we're in big trouble. Mm. So, to, quite honestly, it's um, I, I, I uh, oh, look, I, I love him. I think he's an awesome player. He's a he's a great player for Super Coach as well because he runs first, kicks second. Um, mm. It's just going to be a tough game. I, I don't know if I'd play him if I had him in my t- team this week. No. Um, but I'm not even convinced necessarily by the Eels halves in this game. I think it's going to be a pretty tough game of footy. Mm. And that's the thing. At this time when there's only two games, two rounds left, you got to think, is he a play this week? Then I, then you have to say, normally he might not be a trade-out, but if he's not a play this week, there's only two games left, maybe he's a trade-out. So I reckon that could be the option there. He's certainly not someone that I'd be thinking is going to turn up or anything like that. It's, mm-hmm. um, I think it's too too hard a game for him. Yeah. Definite sit this week. Eels have yeah, got a pretty a... good. Eels have got a pretty good record at Suncorp too. Yeah, I think we'll find against the Broncos as well. Yeah, but we we kicked their ass only what three weeks ago. Yeah, but if you look at the games before that, there's been some quite convincing beatings from um the Eels. I don't disagree by the fact that we played them at Bank West and killed them. So and that that wasn't that long ago, and and <clears> no beats the Eels at Bank West. Yeah, this is why I never put money on the uh, the Eels game because the Eels you're never gonna know who's turning up. Uh, Team yeah. that beats Melbourne, beats Penrith, and then gets smashed by the Tigers. Like, yeah. what the hell? Like, it's just ridiculous. So there's no no no. Only time I put money on the an Eels game is for it to be any time try scorer because most teams will let tries in. <laughs> so that's about it. Well, they got flogged by buddy Bulldogs a few weeks ago and then come out and flog the Bulldogs this week. So yeah, I know, you know, you it's know. crazy. Uh, or uh, not much to really talk about in this one. I'd probably not talk about it after after his sorry injury, and that's Deed and Ross. Yeah, that that's a shame yeah. because that's a shame because he he was scoring, he was going well too for the Cowboys, mm. and you know obviously it's um, sucks for the drinky owners too. Now the drinky's been moved into the halves as well, so um, yeah, but it's a shame. It's a shame, mm. especially if you used your last trade to bring him in as well. So yeah. How lucky have the Bunnies got? Literally every game they've had in the last five rounds, there's been serious players out of the side. That they're up yeah. And they still couldn't beat Penrith, so... Oh, all right. <laughs> 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 all right. Go back to you, Glenn. Number four most traded out this week, and that's Lolo. Thoughts there? Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine those that are going Lolo are going to Tarpany. I, I, I personally wouldn't be doing it. I, what, are you going to get 15, 20 more points? Um, As we keep pointing out, aim for ceiling, guys. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally you can yeah. get a second rower, you know. I, someone like a Liam Martin, I think, this round could be a really good player. Kick out. Yeah. You know, there's some better. <coughs> Definitely agree. All right, Timmy, number five most traded out player this week, and that's Swali. Thoughts there? 
Yeah, look, this is a tough one, and it's one I'm contemplating myself. Um, mm. That that's going to be a really tough game. Um, yeah, look, Storm and Roosters. You, the the thing I will say is is what I've said all season. Suwali seems to score every game or bloody close to it. It's just whether or not he actually gets to keep the try or not. Um, it gets over the line every game. It's uh, goes upstairs. Look, the kid's just unbelievable, and he's going to be on the kangaroo list at the end of the year for sure. So, look, I um, I've got him. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. Um, there's obviously I've got money in the bank, so I can basically turn him into anyone, whether that's second row or, or centre wing or what. It's a tough call, boys. It's um, it's one of those games where you just you just don't know. Mm. He, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd be selling him. Thirty six last week. Yeah, I'd be selling him. I mean, they they put seventy two points on the Tigers last week, and he only scored like thirty points. Mm. But apart so, from Teddy, the whole back line didn't really do a great deal either. Yeah. So it's it's um it's hard to believe when you they put seventy two points on and, and Teddy was the only one that turned up. So mate, it makes sense when you think about it. Like when you're playing a very, very weak team like they did, they didn't need to go as far as the wingers. Yeah. So they went through the, they went as far as the setup second row, um, because they didn't need to go any further. When they're playing Melbourne and they're playing the type of team, they need to get to that. They'll be putting uh, Kiri and Walker will be throwing kicks into the wingers all game, which is not the ideal because they're not going to get the line break if they, if they get a try. So, um, Glenn? I was going to say, the Roosters are playing <coughs> very direct through the middle. With Lodge mm. and J, uh, JWH in them at the moment, they're playing some great football. And this week, we've got Collins coming back into the side and TKO. So when them two come off, them two big boppers come, uh, come on. I mean, I don't know if you paid attention last week, but although they didn't score down that edge, I saw a lot of space where North Aluma was, where tries could have been scored. Yeah. I am going to go out and say that I would play Suwali this week, even yeah. versus the Storm. I just think the Roosters... Uh, will put on a, a, a clinic this week. But that's just my gut feeling. Um, I just think them big forwards are going to roll on through the middle. Yeah, yeah fact, well, we all know, know what no folk can do in defence, um, especially you guys, Tigers boys. So Yeah, well, that's um, right. Oh, well, North, North can make bad reads and he yeah. comes in. But what he does do well is he talks. He, mm. he, he does talk to his centres and he does tell them where to play. Um, so, but I just think that Personally, I mean, and this is just my gut feeling. I think Suwali's crosses this week, and I think the Storm are going to be in for a bit of a rattle. Mm, I, like it. Uh, I, I agree, mate. I'm, I'm tipping roosters. Mm. Yeah, I have to. All righty. We'll go to you, Ross. Number six most traded out. One that I completely disagree with, Matt's Targo. Yeah, why? <laughs> why? I mean, he, if you are going to sell him, you would have sold him weeks ago, right? You wouldn't yeah. be selling him when he's playing against the Warriors this week, and especially with uh, Luai back, I'm pretty sure that those guys like Kikau, Targa and May should see a lot more ball now too. Mm. So, um, nah, it's a terrible trade if you ask me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I literally have had him all year and everyone's been saying, oh, I'm going to trade, I'm going to trade him. And I probably, there's been times where I could have, but I never did because yeah. he's been. So, <clears throat> so, save with a decent ceiling. So. Look, he hasn't, been, <clears throat> he hasn't been great. He hasn't put any massive scores out for a few weeks, but he's still getting 40s and 50s. I mean, realistically, that's that's not that bad. No. Pay that from a centre wing. So. Yeah. But the thing I think is interesting is he's, he's in the most traded out one week and then in the most traded in next week. Yeah. And just keeps going back and forwards and back and forwards. I've, I've kept all my Panthers players just for this game, mm. hoping that I got into the finals in, in my head-to-heads. So um, I've got Targo, I've got May, I've got To'o, uh, and I reckon my trade will be someone from the Panthers coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it. All right, number seven most traded out this week, and that's Cobo, Glenn. Yeah, well, he's been rested. What mm. we what what he's been rested for, we don't quite know. I wish they'd just come out and say personal reasons, but mm. yeah, I mean, he's obviously a sell. Yeah, if if you've got a backup and you're an overall player, then you can potentially hold. But if you're a head-to-head player and you've got the finals this week, there's no need to keep him near your him. So yeah, I'd say Cobo to Critter would be popular. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, all right, Timmy, number eight most traded out this week, and that's Karaz from the Bulldogs. Thoughts there? Oh, absolutely. I I got rid of him ages ago when he peaked in price. I think he's only had one massive big game since then. Um, but yeah, look, I, I totally understand it. If you've still got it, he's made his money, cut him and uh yeah, bring in one of the, the players with the with the 
week of draw this week, someone from the Sharks or the or um, yeah, or the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, also, like the Sharks, because they're playing the Sharks this week. I don't see so they don't let many points in when it comes to centers and stuff. The Sharks. So Carraz has got a pretty tough matchup. He'll get a decent score, probably get like a 30 because his base is so high, but you don't want base at the moment. You want something more, more high. Alrighty. Number nine, most traded out this week. Uh Ross, we'll go to you as Paint House. Yeah, it's an it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, he hasn't been he hasn't been scoring well lately, last couple of weeks. He got reduced minutes last week. I think he only played about 50 minutes or something last week. But it's a luxury trade, really, isn't it? And I mean, who's got trades left willy-nilly to be trading something like this? I mean, I'm presuming it's either going to Tarpany or to Tino, mm. which at this time of the year, you probably want someone who's going to give you a ceiling, um, not someone for safety, basically. So, um, yeah, I'm not... Not sold on that trade at all, to be honest well, with you. Well, to be honest, I, I, I don't mind the trade if you're going, say, Haas out, <laughs> Lolo up to second, up to front row, then yeah. Aiken up to the second row, and you're bringing in a gun center wing. I can yeah. see it. But, like, yeah, no, you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be swapping front rowers right now. Like, no. you're going to, what, you swap him out for Tarpon and you get, what, an extra 15 points, maybe? Like, yeah. Plus, yeah. Could even get less. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, uh, personally, I think that he he should get really good minutes this week. I think he probably had the rest last week once the game was done and dusted. Yeah, um, I was at the game. Like, to, you could have played ten of Payne Haas in there, and it wouldn't have made any difference in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, once we had thirty or forty put on us, it, it was all over Red Rover. So, it, it was no point bringing your your star forward out, and uh, you they need to win these next two games. So I'm assuming the, the resting with Cobo is because absolute worst case scenario, we need to beat Dragons next week. So if he's got a nickel or something like that, um, he he needs to be fit and firing for that game. So I'd imagine Payne Haas would have been the same thing last week. Once we had 30 on us, then um, there's no point bringing him back out. Totally agree. All right, last trade-in. So number 10, most traded out this week. Go to you, Glenn. That's A-Ray. A-Ray, trading out. Yeah, um, yeah, I... I... I'd be selling A-Ray if I owned him. I wouldn't own A-Ray personally, but I mean, he's this season, he's he's been super coach friendly, so mm. no good luck if you've got the right scores on him. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't. wouldn't. And this is the reason why people like us didn't really grab A-Ray, because even though he was starting to get some good scores, we knew what he can normally do, because even though he's a great player, he just he can give you some pretty bad scores, so... He was very, he's a lot more consistent this year than he has been in the past. So, but yeah, it's good on you if you had him. So, all right, let's move on. We're going to talk matchups for this week, guys, especially if you're in your head to head finals. You want to try and get that pod play or the decent play on it. You want to, whether you're sitting a player or you're, whether you're going to play a player that you wouldn't normally play, just do the matchup. So, I'll start with you, Timmy. First matchup of the round Bronx versus Eels, mate. Is anyone in this game that really you like the matchup with? <laughs> Oh look, I, I really liked Sean Lane. Um, I think that was a that was part of the logic between uh, with Glenn's and my conversation last week that that he's he's been playing really well and he had a decent matchup this week as well. You've only got to look at at how we got torn apart last week was straight through the middle of the park. So um, look, I could see Sean Lane crossing over and and I think he he'll be up there near near the ton himself. So, yeah, I think look, he's up against uh, pretty Ricky, isn't he? So yeah, and. and yeah. Ricky can't hold onto the ball. Uh, he can't tackle at the moment. He, he can't seem to do anything right. So um, had a few bad reads the last couple of weeks in defence too. I've noticed. So, oh mate, it's it's been really bad to watch. I'm I'm obviously a Broncos member and at the games, and you just look at it and go, yeah, he, he and Kennedy have both been playing really poorly. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm sure they're trying their guts out, but they're just they're just not at the same level. So that side will be um, Ricky um, Pereira and Stags. Yeah. yeah, just so yeah. I, I like that too. Um, uh, I'd, I'd probably um, look, I could see both the halves from the Eels doing okay. Um, I can see Payne Haas playing really well in this game. I think he will get the minutes, he's going to have to against their forward pack. Um, because we're still, we're still a week away from uh, from Paddy Carrigan, he doesn't get back on until next week. So, look, someone's got to make the tackles, someone's got to do the hard meterage. So, uh, I think Payne Haas will, will kill it. I think you'll find um, Payne Haas plays a lot better in those games with the better forward packs. And when it comes to forward packs, Parra have one of the best in the comp. So, no, that's exactly right. So, yeah, it's um, um, as for other key players, I, I, I don't, 
I, I wouldn't be uh, only jumping out to grab Gutho. I think Broncos go all right against fullbacks, mm. uh, especially out wide. Uh, Corey Oates has been in defence, has been really solid this season. Um, so, yeah, look, I they're probably the key ones, I think. Um, Haas, the two power halves, and, um, and Sean Lane. Yeah, awesome. Is there anyone there before we move on to the next game that you guys think that might be? Uh, yeah, so I actually think Moses will score mm. well in this game. And I also think that Wacker Blake will score well in this game, although not many people would own him. Uh, I would sit Mam, I would sit Stags for this game, and uh, I would play Brown and I'd play Lane. I'm actually going to VC uh, Brown for this game. Awesome. I'll be playing, and I'll be playing Sebo if I owned him too against oh, yeah, the Rockers as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sebo. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing Sebo this week, so only because I haven't, I haven't changed it, and I probably don't care anymore. So. <laughs> All right. He's lost his login. That's <laughs> it. Dale, I deleted the app, so I'm kind of stuck where I am now. So that's it. All right. Let's go with the next game, mate. This one looks like a more friendly uh, SC match. Here. It's Panthers versus the Warriors, mate. Who are you eyeing in this game? Jesus. Well, yeah. I mean, you'd be playing all your Panthers, wouldn't you, if you had them? Wouldn't mm-hmm. matter who it is, you'd have. You'd be playing them: Targos, Mays, Kikau. Whoever any. you might have, any of them, any of them, <laughs> any about, of them. about seventeen trade-ins there. You'd, you'd probably even go a gamble and play the eighteenth eighteenth man before you put a Warriors player in. Yeah, I don't mind. As you guys said, I don't mind the critter as a bit of a trade-in as well as a pod. Um, mm. Even SOS is a bit of a pod for this game as well. Um, Warriors, would you be playing any of them? Probably only one I'd be playing in that game is probably Toby Harris if I owned him, and that's probably about it. To be honest yeah. with you. I don't think there's anyone else in the Warriors team that's worth owning, really. No, I, I, Aiken's like normally safe and boring. He'll get you like well, forty to fifty points, but even then, like that's forty fifty points you can get elsewhere. And he's see. not, and he's not playing this week either. So he's out, isn't he? He's, he's out, isn't he? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he's out. So yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that may that means more because he's one thing he is very good at is defense. Aiken. Mm. So um, that's <laughs> he's out now, so that's in a lot of trouble there. <laughs> one yeah, one thing they need to worry about is defense. He would have been matched up on Kickout's side. So I, I actually see Kickout, Targo, and Mace going well, but I also see mm. the other side, of course, with uh, Krita, Targo. But there, can I just point out two players that I think could be really good pods this round outside of Krita? Uh, that's Dylan Edwards and Liam Martin. Um, yeah. I, I actually like both of them uh, this week if you're looking for a pod. Mm. Who's got more kicks or Liam Martin? Uh, well, kicks based on the fact that Aiken's out and that's the side they'll be running out. Luo's back in the side. Kicks, Targo, May. I, I you know, I, I'm Targo's the other one I've been considering actually the BC on. Yeah, with um with the Warriors though, um, um, just trying to think. So who's replacing Aiken on that second row side? Murchie's out that. as well. So actually, Murchie defends there. Sorry, Aiken defends on the other side, but they're both yeah. out. Um, so sorry, I got Sean, that wrong. Sean Curran's starting, isn't he? Yeah. yeah Curran can defend. That's the thing. Curran is actually a pretty good defender. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Quick yeah. question, boys. Um, with tossing up, uh, dropping drinky or trading drinky out, is is Luai a trade in? Yeah, maybe. I don't hate it. Can I just say something quick? I want to apologise to the viewers because every week I actually buy the paper Wednesday morning. I, I look at the teams, obviously, like everyone else does the night before, but I usually have it sitting here next to me. So when I go through the teams, I actually am a much better versed at what matchups and who's facing who. Will. <laughs> so uh, to be pretty honest, like most of us, we've checked out to some degree. But, um, yeah, Murchie and Aiken are both out, which says to me that both their measures are vulnerable. But I really like kick out Targo May side, and I also like Liam Martin. Yeah. So, okay, so then is Drinky to Luai a good trade or or uh, Drinky to Soz? I prefer Soz. Yeah, I go a goal kicker myself. I don't know Moses, but that's just me. Um, but, yeah, I don't hate Soz. Um He's uh, Critter's goal kicking, mate. If you get Critter, that's the way to go, I reckon. He's checked too. He's only 476. Yeah. That's it. All right. We'll go to Glenn. Uh, Game of the week, in my opinion. That's Storm versus Sydney. Um, Matchups here, mate. Anything that you'd be interested in? Well, I've got Angus and I've got Tedesco. So obviously, I'm going to play both of them. I said what I felt about Suwali. I think mm. Suwali and Manu were both plays as well. Even though it's the Storm, I've, I've also got Grant and I've got Munster and I'll be playing all of my big guns. Um, 
obviously because I have to. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be buying for this game. Yeah, and especially I wouldn't be putting any VC or captains or yeah, anything on this game either. So, would uh, you? Would you? Okay, sorry. Just before we keep going, would you play Daniel Tupu this week against the Storm, or would you be put looking to sit him out? Because I own him, and I'm just don't know whether I'm going to whether I should play him or not. If you've got better options, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's not like normally Tupu has like in past years is that decent base, but. In those tougher matchups this year, he hasn't been very good. I noticed, like, because I think that's the emergence of Suwali on the other yeah. side. He likes him a lot more. So, well, I mean, yeah. they, they take their first hit up, it's usually Lodge or JWH, and their second hit up is usually Suwali. Then yeah. Manu comes in, takes a hit up, and then comes in another one of the forwards. Then they send it out to either Angus. So, yeah, it, it isn't getting to Tupo as much as it used to, where it used to be uh, Teddy would get it. Uh, pass it to Tupo, Tupo run up, so I, you know, the two backs and then mm. under their forwards. So, um, yeah, I I wouldn't be. Yeah, well, it's got something to think about because I can play, I can play Talakai or someone instead. Yeah, well, Talakai's so, got a better yeah. yeah. All yeah, right. I've been saying that for weeks about Mulatalo, and at the moment he's not in my 17. Uh, mm. Mulatalo hasn't cracked 50 for, what, five weeks or something. So it's... Oh, um, Mate, I had him yeah. in the draft at the start of the season and it was very rare he wasn't getting near 100, nearly every single game. And then the, the whole point of attacking that side has just changed. As Nico's starting to pick up his right side with uh, Nick Arima and uh, passing out to his right winger, uh, Tracy, Connor Tracy, was it? Mm-hmm. Tracy, yeah. He's just, they just seem to be playing right much, much more. Um, yeah. yeah, and even Nick Avalu doesn't let it get past him either. So... All right, we'll move on to the next games, guys. Um, so Canberra versus Manly. Timmy, anyone in this game uh, strike your fancy? Um, <laughs> it's a bit of a nothing game, isn't it, really? Yeah, look, it's, um, I, I prefer if this game didn't exist. I, I hope Manly turn up, personally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I think if you've, if you've got Joe Tappanay, he's obviously a play. Um, I think Savage could go all right at fullback. Yeah. Um, and um, oh, look, maybe maybe the Raiders' hearts in Fogarty. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, out, outside of that, I don't see a great deal in this game. Mm, yeah, I think it's a, a bit of a nothing game. I don't think I'll watch this one, frankly. Like, I, I live in Canberra. I could just go and watch it, but I don't even want to. So, <laughs> so all right, you, move on. You sound like a Canberra Raiders supporter, mate. Oh, mate, I bloody, honestly, the, the Canberra Raiders supporters are the most annoying people. Hey, oh, sorry, I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, Adrian, Adrian's listening to this it's okay yeah. uh, he has a leap here it's the ones that leap here that are annoying because they only ever turn up and they come out with their jerseys when they're winning and when they're, when they're losing you don't even know they exist well, yeah, the jumper well, goes back in the closet exactly older brother put the family in the car and drove from uh, west of Tamworth last week to go to Newcastle and watch the game so um just literally drove to the stadium, then after the game, put everyone back in the car, and then drove back to back to west of Tamworth. So, uh, I think their away fans are, seem to be uh, a lot keener than the people in Canberra. Yeah, totally agree. All righty, let's move on to the next game. We've got the Roscoe Sharks and Bulldogs. Like this match up a lot. Um, I think the Bulldogs maybe not as good as they were in, towards the middle of the season. So, yeah. I think Sharks might have a bit of a run. Yeah, you'd be playing all your Sharks players if you had any, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just We say that every week that they, they're all going to score well, but there's too many hogs in that team, as we know. But um, certainly a lot of players who don't like to pass the ball, especially... That's why, why you go the hogs, mate. You get the hogs in your team. They're the ones that will give you points. And well, stuff. yeah. I mean, your hogs are your Matty Moylans and your Ramians and stuff like that. Wade mm. Graham doesn't like to pass the ball either, as we know. Um yeah, there's um yeah, be playing all them, but as for the dogs, I wouldn't be playing any dogs players this week, to be honest with you. And I wouldn't be playing Burton and I wouldn't be playing Ado Car if I had him either. Mm. Yeah, the only <laughs> real thing first the only people you play for the Bulldogs are the forwards, but even then they're not getting enough minutes to be solid forwards. Like forwards tend to get good points in base against the Sharks, but that's about it. There's not enough like Vaughan probably might be decent, but even then no one owns him, so no one owns any of the forwards for the for the Bulldogs, and if you do, you shouldn't be playing Super Coach. King, everyone's got Ming. Oh, I've still got Ming, oh, yeah, but I'm not playing him this week. But I've got him still. I yeah. sold him last week to Sean Lane, so uh, that 
that was uh, yeah, that one all right. Boys, uh, again, this um, obviously team dependent with regards to my own team. But how we're talking about, we play all our all our sharks. So I've got McInnes. I've I brought in Lockie Miller last week um, to save some money and play. I thought he actually he played all right last week. I thought he would have scored a bit more. But um, I've got Lockie Miller, and then I've I've still got Molotalo. I've obviously got Hines um, at the moment. I've got the armband on Hines, but a bit torn with whether to play Miller, Molotalo, and Cam McInnes. What are your thoughts? I I'd be playing all but McInnes. Oh, I'd be, be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be playing McInnes. Well, I'd be playing McInnes, ben, honestly. Uh, yeah, well, Finucane's injured. He's got a rib injury, isn't he? Um, so what minutes did um, McInnes play last week? Just I think he played more minutes because Finucane went out off early. Yeah, because he's got a uh, busted ribs. But yeah, he's still so. playing, so... Yeah, I think this game could be interesting. I, I have a sneaky suspicion, and I, people might laugh at me when I say this, the dogs could upset the Sharks. No. Sorry. No deal, Glenn. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the two that I really like for this game, as you say, is I like Hines and I like Rainier. I agree. Yeah. 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 I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say... I'm just looking back at McInnes' minutes. He only got... Played 40. 62 minutes last yeah. week. Just four minutes more than he normally gets when Canoe comes yeah. there. So not too much, but four points for him. But four minutes for him is about five, six points. But he only scored uh, 55 last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been interesting because even he's had less minutes and and like he he got ninety a couple of weeks ago and like his minutes are all over the shop but his points are all over the shop as well and that's why it's a bit of a tough one. So mm-hmm. like he's a perfect example where I could like he's five hundred and forty five k so I can add my seventy and basically turn him into just about anybody in any position by jewels. So he's one where if I'm not going to play him, I can upgrade him to somebody else and and sort of. Basically, put it, plug him in anywhere. I've I've got uh, dual positions up in um, up in hooker even, so I can bring. I've got garlic from the storm as a as a dual nuff up in there. The whole idea was if Grant went down, then I'd I'd be able to move McInnes around or or um, uh, bring in what's his name from the Cowboys or yeah. So it, it, that's the sort of things that I'm looking at. Is if McInnes is a play, is he is he a play this week? And then. Um, but then it's the same thing with Molotalo. You add 100 grand to that or 75 grand to that and, and he turns into most players as well. Mm. I'd be so pl- it's not I'd so be easy. Pl- we've, been, we've been saying for mm. weeks, play all these guys, but they're just not scoring the points. For the upside, I'd be playing Molotalo over McInnes if that's what you're not sure of. Yeah, I'd be playing Molotalo. What I will say is in games where uh, sides score more points, it actually impacts the middle forward. You actually want your forwards to have tougher matchups because mm. that's where their base increases. And yep. McInnes isn't really a try-scoring middle. So you're relying purely on base for McInnes. And I just don't think this will be a base game for him. But look, you know, I, I've been wrong before. I, I remember once it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the hard part. McInnes obviously doesn't get the dummy half points anymore, like he traditionally has. Um, the sneaky fade and, and flick back out to, to the... Uh, aim for the right and flick it to the left and, and pick up the tri-assist line break assist. He doesn't get those anymore. So that, that's the hardest part with him. It's, it's, the consistency is not there. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next game. And I'm pretty sure I was with Ross. So I'll go with um with Glenn. Uh, Rabbitohs versus the Cowboys, mate. Anyone in this game you really think is uh, looking like a good play? <laughs> uh, I think that if you own Cameron Murray, Damian Cook mm-hmm. or Latrell Mitchell, they're all plays. Um, yeah. They're going to be playing Cookie for sure. Um, and in the Cows, um, if you don't have to play Lolo, I probably wouldn't, based yeah. on the forwards that are being named for them. Um, other than that, yeah, I wouldn't be touching much. Oh, Campbell Graham, I'd probably play if I owned him. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I wouldn't be playing Alex. Oh, well, it's up to other people. He probably will score a try. They play on that left edge, but his base will be pretty low, in my opinion. I personally think it's a sit for yeah. Alex Johnson. I, I do really like Murray for this game. When you, um, I think Murray really does really well against these tough forwards. So I'm liking Murray as an option this week. Yeah, I wouldn't be playing Drinkwater either, and I probably uh, would play Holmes. Although, although if you don't have to, I, I don't know. The fact that he goal kicks um, sort of adds a little bit to it. But um, yeah, I guess so. Well, who's Holmes going to who's Holmes going to be up against? Tass. Um, Side. Or is he going to be um, up against Campbell Graham? Campbell Graham. 
Yeah, Campbell Graham side. Yeah, Campbell Graham side. Yeah, Campbell Graham's a pretty good defender too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I, know, I know Nanai was a big trade-in only a couple of weeks ago and uh, mm-hmm. after he got his massive big score. Um, so we said we'd rest Drinky. Is Nanai, I don't have him, but is he the sort of player that you think you'd rest this week? Um, he keeps on delivering, doesn't he? But I, I yeah, I probably would. I, I, I don't know. I probably would. I'd, I, I'd agree. If, if I had him, I think he's one that I would, I would sit or upgrade. Yeah, especially that they need that, they need that kick chase, and um, especially with our uh, did and gone, Dean was the one giving those tries to him. So I just don't see Nanai being. I'd, I'd sit him for sure. Yes, that was certainly chasing points, that trade-in, wasn't it? Getting on Nanai at the price he was at, too. I thought he was, no. I thought it was crazy. You know, like, yeah. I, I, call, I called it about probably three weeks before. I said, I might go for Nanai when he has that run. So I looked at his scores. They were looking pretty average, but, like, not bad. They were all, like, 65s and yeah. against tough teams. And I was like, I might bring him in. I think I told you guys about it. And the week I, t- I was supposed to bring him in, I didn't do it, and he went 100, and then he went 134, and I was like, well. <laughs> yeah. And then in our tragic chat, people's going, oh, yes, Dan's made the move bigger than that. And it's like, that's no, right. he didn't bring him I in, did he? <laughs> I like him more on the side he's on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not going against Graham, so that's a very comfort to people. That's it. Alrighty, let's move on to the next game. We've got you, Timmy. Tigers and Dragons. Um, this is, I think, I think game, of the points, game of the round. Points. Yeah, game right. of the round. So we yeah, all this, tackles, maybe. This, <laughs> this game could be, uh, this game could be anything, and it could be up there with the highest point scoring games. Uh, I'd definitely be all over Ben Hunt if you were still looking for a halfback. Um, yeah. I think he'd be a great trade in this week. Dewey could be anything as well. Um, so yeah, look, that's Lomax to, to be honest. Oh, yeah, look, Lomax has got to kick goals. So, mm. I mean, if the Dragons can score tries, then he Lomax should go all right. There's really not too many that I'd look at in this game, although I think Tigers are just about playing a reserve grade side, haven't they? They've got a whole stack of outs. Yeah, Safar's out, buddy. Uh, Garner's out, Marmelo's out. I t- I'm going to throw in a sneaky pod. I'm hoping I'm they throw- rest. I'm, I'm hoping gonna, they're a reserve grade side next week when the Broncos play them as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna throw in a pod for this game, and you're gonna probably think I'm freaking crazy, but I like, to, I'd like to think with the the last two games that the Dragons have got, I like Tato Mane as a pod. <laughs> Love him as a pod this week. Yeah, I, I think at the same time as um, you. I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, if you're trading out Ma'am, I think um, Amone is a de- decent shout out. He's been really good the last few weeks. He grabbed a two or three tries a couple of weeks ago and then I think last week he got 70 odd as well. So I don't think he's the worst trading as a pod. I Plus think you could go, get a lot worse than going Amone this week, honestly. Plus you can play him in centre wing and yeah, then right. he's another player yeah. that I've actually looked at yeah. as well. I've had him in some drafts, not that it matters because I'm pretty much out in all my drafts now, but he hasn't been too bad, to be honest with you. And yeah, I was I was considering him at one stage, but yeah. Glenn? Yeah, I was just going to say. So if you're a head-to-head player this week, and you find yourself with um, you're falling behind, and your captain, uh, you know, you probably got Hines, and your opponent's got Hines, and you're thinking, well, I can't do that, and I need to win. I reckon Lomas would be a sneaky pod seat against the Tigers. So I mean. Desperate times call for desperate measures, but I'm just saying that if you find yourself in a position where you need a sneaky uh, captain different to others, Lomax wouldn't be a terrible shout. Another one that won't, might, might go okay too is also um, Moga as well. Yeah. Against the Tigers too. Could sneak a couple of two or three tries in again this week too. I've always liked Moga as a player. He just had a bit of a rough run with injuries. He was yeah. a Broncos, wasn't he, for a bit? And then he made he was a Broncos and Newcastle yeah. and wherever else he's been. I really liked him. As was, he the Roosters? was he at the Roosters too at one stage? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's been a few different clubs. He's just been unlucky with injury. Yeah. All righty. Roscoe, with you, the last game, mate. Oh, I said the best game for last. And that's the Titans versus Newcastle, mate. Uh, uh, far out. A few good options in this game for some points. Yeah, I think the only player probably worth owning from either team is probably Fafida, to be honest with you. Maybe Tino as well. Um, another option, but I think that's pretty much as far as it goes. I don't think there's any Newcastle player worth owning at the moment. 
to be honest with you. I mean, mm. most have had Barnett, and Barnett's not playing again this week, so you'd think most would have had sold him by now. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's not much to go by there. It's not going to be a super coach friendly game this one. Well, what, what I will say is, um, I think it will be a super coach friendly game. Frankly, I think it's going to be a very a lot of defensive errors and there'll be a lot of tries from both teams. So what do I suggest? Glenn before mentioned that if you're struggling and you need to make a certain move in a certain um, game to try and win your head-to-head, and you've got, say, one trade left, I like the idea of these last two games. You could bring in a um, Dom Young, for example, um, someone on that side. Like, There's so many options here that are just unbelievable pods that are playing mm. against the easiest defense in the comp. That you could easily use as a matchup here. You got Gagai as well, uh, potentially option there as well. I think he's playing, isn't he? I'm not sure. Tuala, Tuala, even too. Yeah. There's some good options, and then you got um, who was Then you got yeah, is Jojo playing as well for Peter? Yeah, Jojo. Yeah, so you got these little yeah, sneaky man. little pods you could easily bring in and get some sneaky points there as a potential just a counteract yeah. what your head, head opponent's doing to try and get that and more of a last ditch effort if you're losing by a long way. So. Yeah, firmer and David for Peter could actually. Oh, yeah, firmer too. We yeah, spoke firmer. about him earlier. I'm really keen on firmer. Mm. Yeah. All right. That pretty much wraps everything up for this evening, except for we're going to go around the ground to talk about our trades for the week. If we have any trades left, that is, I'm not, I've got no trades left. So, Timmy, have you got any thoughts about on your trades? <laughs> Mate, it's, uh, it, it, to be brutally honest, it's, it's, Going to really depend on what the other team turns up uh, in my mm-hmm. cashing final. Yeah. So look what what gets named or what the other player names, and obviously that always can change and whatever else. But it, it'll be a case of I think he's got one trade left as well. So I'll uh, I'll be waiting until that happens. At this stage, I will probably bring in one of seventeen uh, Panthers, even though I think I've already got four. So um, but yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, I think it'll be probably critter or kicks as a rough guess. Yeah, I like it. Do you have any trades left, Glenn? Ah, uh, yeah, no. No, no, no. <laughs> How about you, Ross? Gone. 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 Uh, no, I've got, I've got uh, one trade left, and it'll be Garrick out this week to either David Fafita or Bo Firmer, I'm thinking at this stage, probably. Awesome. All right, something that we can all look at, except for me, I don't care anymore, but... um. Vice-captain <laughs> choices, guys. We'll go around the ground. Start with you, Ross. I'm going to see on Hines. Yep. Um, the VC, I'm not sure yet because there's some pretty tough matchups this week in the games before. So I might either go maybe Harry Grant or Dylan Brown or a Munster or something. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know if I like those considering Storm playing the Roosters, but there's not really much else that I'm really liking at this stage, to be honest with you. Hmm. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, all right, Timmy, your thoughts on captain, vice captain, mate? Yeah, I'd say if, if I bring in a Panther, it'll probably be one of them. Um, and it, it'll probably be the whoever I bring in. So if it's Kicks or Critter, I dare say mm. it'll be one of them. Um, otherwise, it'll end up going, I'd, I'd say May or, or Tyler, but Targo seems to get a lot of points on a regular basis. So mm. he, can, he can bang out a 90 without too much hassle. Yeah, awesome. And then it'll go into Hines at this stage. Yeah. Like it, like it. Uh, Glenn, your choice, mate. Yeah, I'm debating between three on the VC. That's either Dylan Brown, Targo or Viliami Kikau. Mm-hmm. And my C option will probably be the same as others with uh, Hines. Awesome. Well, um, I'm really, really fussed on looking, so I might just have some fun and just go a bit more random. So I might VC Hines. And maybe chuck a captain on Dewey. Um, I think it could be a sneaky little... Just have a bit of fun with it. See what Dewey can do for me. I took the VC off Brown last week and put it on, and then end up putting Munster in. And then I put changed my VC to Hines and then realised after it, I made a rookie error and I couldn't loop Hines. <laughs> it was quite frustrating. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, did, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I had a player that was playing later on. Yeah. But it was uh, Thompson from the Knights, but I couldn't trade him to anyone because all, he's, only, he's not a jewel. And both my front rolls already played. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's saying that I, I would have lost points anyway because I had Sam Walker as my captain. So even though it's like a 20-point difference there, um, the loop James with the AE Newell. would have been crap. So. I had James Newell Brown on the bench who's been scoring 25 every round, but this round he got 44. So. <laughs> of course. Yeah, so. yeah, that was like Andrew Fafita banging out 65 or whatever it was that he got. <laughs> I could have be... 
Well, It'd be great if I could trade him out, but it, it, him plus 75 grand doesn't make a great deal. I could have done it, by the way. I could have taken Angus out and um, put um, Bar Barnett in, but nobody's oh, that would hurt. the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go around the ground and talk about some bulk predictions before we finish up. We'll start with you, Ross, mate. What are you looking at this week? So, shit. Uh, yeah, good question. Um, I don't know. I can't see anything bold, to be honest with you. I mean, um, I don't know. I'll go the Panthers game. This is going to sound boring, but I'll go kick out a ton up. I'll go Targo to ton up. And Luai to ton up. Luai. Well. There you go. That makes it pretty bold, having Luai ton up. That's good. Mm. All right, Timmy. Um, I'm going to say Panthers to put on 50 and they'll have 30 by halftime. That's not a bold prediction. Come on, seriously. <laughs> it, it, it's, oh, it's, it's a lot more bold than you think it is. Panthers don't really 30, 30 by halftime is um, pretty tough. Hmm. I, I, could, I could see him putting at least 30 on in the second half, but I, I was thinking I'd go with 30 by halftime, but yeah. I just don't think the Panthers have been putting on massive smashings. They kind of like they 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 just kind of put a big score on. It's like saying maybe a twenty point win, and then they just go, you know, what, let's just have a bit of training drill now and just play around. They don't go out and try to show off and show point. Everyone's always talking about how Penrith are arrogant. They don't put that seventy point score on like the Roosters or the Storm. They're the arrogant ones, in my opinion. The ones like just dehumanizing a freaking team, making them cry. And we just go, oh, we'll let we'll let them have a little rest. It's all good. Like they don't put those big, massive scores. Look at the last few games when the Panthers have ever put on 50-plus. Sharks, Sharks are the same too, though. Mm. Sharks are the same. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Luai comes back. Um, I mean, there was all the talk he wasn't coming back until next week. So the fact that they brought him back a week early to obviously uh, stay away from bringing back Luai and Cleary in the same week. So I think they've probably brought him back a week early to try and get him used to playing. And then next week they just focus on getting Cleary back used to playing. So obviously those boys have played a lot of rep footy over the last couple of years. And and like we said a couple of weeks ago, I think it affects the Panthers a lot less than what it does fit affect some other teams because they have so many players that play rep. But yeah, look, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on, on Luai. Um, that's why I was thinking he might be a bit of a sneaky pot of drinky to Luai. Cleary's not back next week. No, he's back first week of the finals. Yeah, that's that. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I think they've brought Luai back so they give him some time before mm. they focus on Cleary coming back. Mm. I, was, I don't think that they're gonna. I think that he's fine, and not, there's no way they would actually risk. Now that no. they want to finish it, there's no way they would risk an injury. I reckon they're just they're being extra cautious to give him two weeks off. So yeah. I reckon they'll be fine. All right, Glenn. All predictions, um, mate. Yeah. Well, so what I did, I just wanted to say something quickly. So I put a bet on before the team list were named, hoping that Panthers rested some players uh, with Warriors 35.5 start. I thought it was a nice little bet. Um, but obviously with all the Roosters, um, with James, uh, what's his name? James Fisher-Harris back and Luai, I'm not as happy about my bet anymore. But my bold prediction this week, so I'm going to go Dylan Brown to go back-to-back -to -back tons. Uh, I think he's going to get 120. <laughs> I got Targo anytime try scorer, 90 plus. And um, and my other one I really like this week, obviously, is Critter, uh, 90 plus, and Ramian, 90 plus. Okay. I was going to say Heinz, but that's boring. Oh. All right. Well, um, yeah, I was going to go Critter, uh, 110 plus. Uh, that's my bot prediction. And uh, Dewey, 130. Um, so. It's only two, not like you guys chucking out massive ones. Um, so, I'll, but uh, I'll just say two pretty risky ones. So, I think that's pretty bold. All right, guys. Before we finish up, anything else you want to address before we head off? No, I'll just if anyone's playing that Nixa game, I don't know if it happened to anyone last week, but um, the teams didn't lock in. So I had Harry Grant and um, got seventy four. Got quite excited. Went onto my team, and I suddenly I had Vanessa Fainu. So I don't know what's going on there. But, um, yeah, we probably won't do it this year. But next year, if the mix is on, at the end of our pods, we may well uh, cover some of that mm -hmm. for this week. Um, 
yeah, I'll, I'll just give a tip. Emma Tomagato, I think, is a really good pick this week. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, so just uh, with what Glenn was saying, just um, when you do select your team, make sure you remember to hit save um, and then just go back and check it regularly before each game as well. So it's supposed to save it. automatically. Yeah, there is no save button, mate. It just mm. you, you select your team and it's blanked out to save. That's the problem. Mm. Yeah. And, like, you can't, you literally can't save it. It, it automatically yeah. saves. Well, just make sure you're proactive now that we've addressed the situation. Make sure you're proactive enough to look at it before every game to make sure that it's all good. So um, it could be just a little glitch in the system there that's been happening. So just, yeah, obviously uh, Grant had a really good score last week. So you missed out on that pretty big score there. So yeah, I lost 50 points there. And then my second player, Al, I got Albert, who wasn't playing. So I got a zero. Yeah. And I lost 50 points and then a zero. So I was quite shattered. The rest mm. of my team scored well, the ones that I managed to get in, but but anyway, hopefully I picked a good side this week. I think it should should do well as long as I get them to play. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, tune in next week for our final round um, preview. And then the following week will be our wrap-up for the season. We're going to probably get a few extra guys on to see if we want to do a bit of a wrap-up and talk about a season that was and what we want to regret and what we want to forget. <laughs> so, all right, guys, thanks for joining us. Peace out. One last thing, I thought we should add this, that so anyone that plays Supercoach Racing or plays BBL Supercoach, we will be running comps and we will be running podcasts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I want to win. I want that trophy. I want that trophy. I want that trophy.